Welcome, this is Christy. I'm Michael. And we are Terra and Tacos, and we just got out of uh, Halloween. We did. We did. We did. We did do that. We did it. Um, okay, so uh, I don't even know how to start because it's not, this is not even like a negative thing. No. No, no. It's just, um, I'm still trying to like process yeah, it a the, little bit. Me too. Um, I mean, there's, look, you know, the original Halloween, and I've said it probably many times on here, is arguably my favorite horror movie of all time um it is one of my favorite movies of all time um i you know i was even obsessed with four five and six two four five Mm -hmm. and six so i i don't i mean i i it's hard for me to even absolutely wrap my mind around what just happened so so let me ask you something Mm -hmm. what did, and sorry, y'all out there in podcast land, but there, I think there are going to be spoilers. Many spoilers. There are going to be spoilers. Yeah. So if you don't want to, if you go want to go watch Halloween before you listen to this, you should go do that. Yeah. Uh, so what did this iteration do that was as good as the original? Uh, the original. Oof. Or maybe I should rephrase that. Um, what did you like? Uh, one of the things. What was good about okay, this one? So one of the things I really did like that I that I thought was incredibly effective was this idea that f- for me, Laurie Strode, who's Jamie Lee Curtis in the original and in part two, which now no longer for this no longer exists. Right. Only the original exists, which was hard for me to even sort of deal with on that level. Mm-hmm. Because I do love some of the other ones. But for me, Laurie Strode is the, you know, definitive final girl, if we use that term. Right. Um, maybe not necessarily the first, because we had, like, Chainsaw Sally and Chainsaw Massacre. But Laurie Strode is the first, for me, like, she is smart. She is tough. She is caring. She is all the things you have to be to survive. Right. Um, and to get to see the sort of... Sh- 40 year later Mm -hmm. um that the girl you knew has turned what that turned her into right uh you and i talked briefly right after that that she's seen as the crazy old lady yeah Um, like that that that's like like a gut punch that broke my heart yeah and at first i was a little angry about it (laughs) um and then i was like no it makes it makes it actually makes sense. sense and that um that she has never left that night like Mm -hmm. it's 40 years i mean she's had a kid and has Mm -hmm. a grandkid but like clearly that wasn't didn't work out uh her life has been about that one night and waiting 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 right which i like because um in the original you know when we michael kills his daughter when his daughter his sister when he's six and when he comes back to haddonfield you know, Dr. Loomis talks about how all he's done these however many years, all he's just waited and waited. And so we set up early. Lori is is Michael-esque um, yeah. in her... Well, of course, yeah. because it's a, a traumatic event with someone who, you know, abuse turns you into, into the abuse. Yeah, and she has clearly become that. So I really... That was really interesting to me. This, what happens to the badass final girl... Mm-hmm. Th- when she's, I mean, a woman in her, what, like, 50s, 50s yeah, late, you know, 60s, late 50s. Maybe. Um, that, to me, was the most 
sort of interesting thing. I thought they did that effectively. Also, it was oddly effective to see Michael as an old man. Yeah. And the first time we see him in this movie, he's at Smith's Grove, and he's old. I mean, he's old. He's older than Lori, you know? Right. They're pretty close in age or whatever, I guess. But, like, he's older. Um, Yeah. And amazingly still looks like he can fucking destroy you. It's so, I mean, it's, <clears throat> it's cool and it's cool and sad. It's like all these things yeah. together because, you know, you never, you never, you also never see that. There's a certain sense of, uh, no, there's not a certain sense. There is ageism exists yes. in movie making. And so even, even in a uh, antagonist, it's rare that you get to see someone who is aged yeah. as someone who can also or still fucking destroy des- anybody. Destroy yeah. anybody and destroy you. So like that's good. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I, 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 I mean I did I, mean? I did think it that was interesting. Like yeah. that he's he's an old man, but he's still I mean, and that's you know, I've been following him. Like that's the the he he's refers to himself as OG shape. I mean, that's the man. Yeah. And he is old and still looks like he could kill you. Right. And so that there's like an odd, there's an odd sadness in both of them. Um, there's an yes. odd sadness in realizing my own age uh, when you even see Michael and Michael is an old man. And right. there is something really sort of effective about that and about seeing Jamie Lee Curtis in this way or Lori specifically in this way. Um, that to me was the most effective thing about right. the film. I was gonna say in that moment, like I teared up. I I cried a, a, a little tear because just to see her, you know, she shows up at the restaurant for her daughter's whatever, and you think she showed up. She's a badass. Yeah. She's got this, and it's clearly that's not the case. Her family, and you know. Ostensibly, the people around her see her as the crazy old yeah, lady, the crazy old in lady. the town, and to see her having a sad breakdown, you know, because she's made her entire life about this one thing, and it just said it exactly. I had the same feelings about my own mortality. I had the same feelings about like, oh, Laurie Strode was super cool to me when I was a teenager, but am I just the crazy old lady? Right. You know, like right. it's a weird. A weird thing. Yeah. And but then also to actually see her as a vulnerable human being and to know that that we we like to romanticize stuff like that. Uh Uh-huh. But we should always understand that when shit like that happens, like when traumatic shit happens, even the people that rise to the top and are heroes. They're never the same. They're never the same. Yeah. And that that was yeah, again, I think that's the most on both sides the the most effective thing the film does. Especially for someone, you know, who for those who are so invested and and that that they're asking you, if you are a huge fan, that they're asking you to ignore um, an entire, you know, series of lore, Mm -hmm. um, which is a lot, which I think is a lot to ask an audience. Um, You know, I know not as not everybody is as obsessed with this series as I am. Um, But to me, that that is. That is a lot. Like, I love four and five, especially four. It's one of my favorite horror movies. And so it's like you have to sort of erase the things you've told yourself. But here's the thing. It's, you know, we were talking also earlier. Here's the thing that I liked. I I really felt like the exposition at the 
beginning of the movie. At the beginning of the movie was really elegantly done. Yes. Really wonder, where the kids are walking uh-huh. home from school. Same trope as the original. Perfect. Kids walking home from school. Yeah. And they're talking about the, I guess, what you would call the urban legend uh-huh. of Laurie Strode. And, and so it turns the, the later movies into the urban legend, yeah, which so, is great. Exactly. So to me, it's not so much that they're erasing everything that happened. They are absolutely incorporating it into to, canon, yeah. but they're incorporating it as urban legend. Urban legend, which I thought was yeah. brilliantly handled. And I loved, I mean, even, I love the opening credit, like the the nod to the original in the opening credits, but rebuilding right. the pumpkin instead. Yeah. yeah, I love, I mean, the and jack-o'-lantern. The fact that at the end of that little scene, he the, blows up, he up, blows yeah. up a jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. He's like, okay, we've told you the story. Now let's, now let's go. Now let's go. Let's um, get rid of it. And yeah, and I should say, like, it's directed by David Gordon Green. Uh, David Gordon Green went to high school in Richardson. He went to Richardson High School. I don't, I Yay. never, yeah, I never met him. I don't know him, but I have friends who went to school with him who were a few years behind him. You know, he's directed Pineapple Express. He directed one of his early movies is called George Washington that I actually think is absolutely brilliant. Um, I think he's a really talented director. Mm-hmm. I thought he did some incredible things. I thought the his design of Smith's Grove was like, yeah. the, I mean, was yeah. Argento-esque. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I you know, yes. And I thought that his, you know, because there was a lot of him where I was going like, uh, this, this, this director is either brilliant uh-huh. and knows exactly what they're doing with his franchise, or there's some like, like um, beginner, right? Like fuck ups or something yeah. like that. Um, but I'm leaning towards the side of like he knows exactly what he's emulating. Yeah, I, he knows and, the the genre so well, and I think he does. And I so I I th- and I thought the the I mean, and you see the nods to the original throughout. I mean, in like so many mirrored shots. Yeah, wonderful reversals. Yeah, with starting at the high school where uh-huh. she's like you said is, in, is like they're this, in literature or something doing basically the same lesson that Laurie's learned. Like the first time she that the first time that Laurie looks out the window and sees Michael Myers. Standing across the street, she's in this lesson about fate right. and and uh, free, will, free will, destiny and free will. Yeah, and she looks out the window and she sees Michael Myers. She doesn't know it's him yet, but weirdo standing right. across the street. And in this one, her granddaughter, who is not completely estranged, but somewhat seems to be the only one seems, who wants yeah, to try to have a relationship with the with grandmother, Lori. who is yeah. Laurie Strode. Uh, Goes to school. She's in the same desk. Yeah. She's the school has not been updated since the seventies. And the lecture sounds the same. Exactly the same. Which is really kind of wonderful and speaks to you know how we send kids to school in this country, right? Right. And she looks. She wants her grandmother to come to her graduation, her commencement dinner, or something like that. There's a whole thing happening there, Um, but she has not been invited. And she she glances out the window during. The conversation about, about fate, fate and, and she sees yeah, and she sees Laurie standing across. Yeah, it's wonderful in the closet. The closet. Michael then, looking at, down and seeing her on right. the ground, and then looking back, and she's gone, and she's which gone. is a flip of the there, end. You know, and towards the end, the reversal of Michael actually being the victim in yeah. the scenario. Yes, you know, you you don't know when Laurie's going to pop out. Right. And, and I thought that was really clever. Yeah, there was a, a lot of that. And then even, like I said, like little nods, like the bringing up of Lonnie, which is like this sort of 
offhanded moment that Loomis has with a kid named Lonnie like, in the get original. Away from there. Yeah, get away from there, Lonnie. And uh, you know, now you hear like Lonnie is the dad of our, you know, the young girl's boyfriend or whatever. So uh-huh. there was some some really nice references, nice homages to Donald Pleasance. Oh yeah. To Dr. Loomis. Absolutely. So was that part was that part pasted together or was is that someone doing Donald Pleasant? That sounded like it was someone doing Donald Pleasant. I need to look into that. Yeah, look into because at first I thought, oh, are, did they just take yeah. that dialogue and and put, put it and put it together? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. So and I need then to I look thought, that it up. It sounds more like someone doing Donald Pleasant. Um, they were, they did a good job if they did. Now I will say, to me, where the movie f- falters. Oh, yes. Yeah, go ahead. No, no go you ahead. go ahead. You go ahead. I was gonna say it, it watching it. I was amazed at how much a Donald Pleasance was missed. That type of, see, and for me, I totally agree. But for for me, in this iteration, Laurie Strode kind, kind of, of becomes is Loomis. the, Don, the yeah. Donald Pleasance, the one that everybody's going, "You're crazy." You're crazy. Yeah, and I, I just, I thought, I thought like, the, I, yeah, I don't, I feel like the, fo- I guess, I think the focus. Of the movie is split right too much right so let's talk about that yeah. because you mentioned it and now that now that we've talked a little bit more about it I'm more yeah so one of the for those of you who do want who do not watch slashers or have not watched slasher films one of the necessary elements for a slasher is that you have usually the final girl yeah which is it's the character that may appear the least likely to rise up to the top. But does. But does. And Laurie Strode is one of the first one ones. One of the first ones, and, and one that changed the game yeah, a lot. absolutely. Uh, and if you don't have that, if you don't have that clear-cut central character in a movie, it's kind of hard to follow the POV. Yeah. Now, you said something about who you thought or felt yes. should be the, I, the, the final girl in this. So, uh, yeah, I said, like, you have Laurie Strode in right. this movie, but you don't have a Laurie Strode. Right. Because, as you pointed out, Laurie Strode in this functions more as Loomis. Right. Um, with baggage and all of these right, things. Right, but, right. yeah. So, we are shown the granddaughter who were sort of presented as the the typical high school final girl, but we don't really get to know her we're enough. We're not super invested in no, her. No, mm-hmm. and we don't... We get glances of her friends and things, but not in the way that the original does so well. Right. And then you have the mother, who's like Ju- uh, uh, Judy Greer. Yeah, I love who that I actor. love, I love, I love her. Actress. And she's the, you know, she's Laurie Strode's daughter. She's the one in the middle, right? Mm -hmm. She was raised by Laurie Strode, who was crazy survivalist. Right. Was taken away from her mother. They're, you know, estranged. I actually thought she should have been the protagonist of the film. And it never quite can decide. It never quite got there. Yeah. Yeah, she had, I mean... So the granddaughter's complaint against her mother, the only thing that they give us is that the mother, she wants the relationship with her grandmother. Sure. And her mother doesn't really want her to have right. one. And so she lies about having invited her to the commencement right. ceremony. But that's really the only conflict we get. Uh-huh. That, and the only thing that we get to kind of relate to her as a human, she feels betrayed by her mother. Sure. But that you're right. It's not enough for us to go like, oh, I'm, I can put myself in the shoes of this young woman. Right. Or, uh, 
And and so when we start to have people, when Michael s- starts, I mean, in like typical Halloween fashion, he's being transferred, blah blah blah. He gets out, he starts to kill. I mean, that's basic. Right, that's the basic, basic movie. Halloween. Yeah, right? everything else is common. So when he starts to kill, though, there is almost that. That was my main problem with the movie mm-hmm. is there's almost no connection to those that he kills. Right. Um, and I thought it took way too long. To get, to, to, the get to the people that, that I cared care about. about. Right. And they try through the granddaughter. And I thought she did a good job. I thought all the sure. kids did yeah, fine. Were, everybody was great. Um, they try through the granddaughter to connect you, but it's so glancing. Like, it's through right. a phone call. Whereas in the original, which what I think the original does brilliantly, and then I think Craven mimics brilliantly in Scream, is that you actually... Even if it's brief, like you have a connection to all of the kids mm-hmm. and they have very specific like PJ Souls is a very specific type right. in Halloween. And so when they start to get picked off, like you have a relationship with them. And Lori in the original is sort of beautifully built, like as a character. Like her relationship with Tommy who she babysits, and then with Lindsay, who comes over right. because Annie doesn't want to wants very, to get her fuck yeah, on, is, is kind of lovely, very protective. Yeah, yeah and there's sisterly. none of that, and they try to sort of force it mm-hmm. with the kid. Yeah, they did a lot of that. You yeah, know, the, the you know there's a there's the ride in the truck with the young man and the father, and uh-huh. the, the dad's forcing him to go hunting, and, and the he kid wants, just to wants to dance. I think it's really cute, sure. and I think it speaks to the time and yeah. whatever, but. I don't care about them. I don't care about them. And that one, and uh, yeah, I don't care about them. And to me, they bring the momentum of what we want to happen to, to a, a screeching, screeching halt. And we've already started. It's already started. And so we've why already, do we need those right. things? And we're already introduced into this film through two fucking British podcasters, which is like a reference to, I guess, S-Town or whatever the fuck. Uh-huh. You know, they're going to solve this long lost murder or whatever piece it together so it's like i'm already dealing with characters that i know aren't gonna mean shit right and then i'm introduced to more characters that i know don't mean shit right before we get to the people we care and about. so yeah and it's like they try to force those little things like they try to have that relationship with the the babysitter who's friends with the granddaughter who's friends with the granddaughter we meet when uh-huh. they're walking to school but not in the way that like we meet Lori and her friends in the original. And so like all of a sudden she's babysitting this little boy and they create this little relationship. Sweet. And then she's dead within a minute and a half. Right. There's no, and her boyfriend shows up. It's like, I got a tattoo and this is going to be, it's like, but we don't even know you. Right. Um, And then the other is like random woman gets killed. Mm-hmm. You know, so he Which can, one? Which one was the right? Which is to get the knife, which is, is Oh yeah. Is, you know, I laughed. I actually laughed at that part. It just felt comical to yes, me. Yes, me too. And I and I know it's like there there is sort of this running thing in the film that he, you know, will have a weapon and then he upgrades to his blade, right? His right. knife. So I get that as a reference, but it was sort of comical. Right. There's a there was, you know, that the little boy that just wants to dance, um, that was a good kill though. Yes. But like it's a little boy. Yeah, that was And we saw, saw it. it. Yeah. And and um also I thought I did there was a good kill, but that scene is so long. Like right. it was so long. There was I wrote this down. Um there is a, a level of brutality in this that is clearly because it's 2018 
And there's even sort of a reference, like one of her friends is like, you know what happened to your grandmother? Five people getting killed or whatever by a guy like that's not even a big deal now by right. our modern standards. Right. That's right. And so the way we see the film unfold, like there is a level of brutality to Michael and to the murders in this that is far beyond the original. Right. And I thought that was sp- particularly brutal. Yeah. Because that's a little boy. It was, I mean, a, it was a little boy. Was he 12 or something? Yeah, something like that. Um, I've, I've felt that one. I yeah, was like, oh my I, I, God. That was, it was absolutely brutal. It was brutal. shocking. And then like the, just the level of violence, the level of just like banging people into things until their faces are a bloody mash. That was something I had not seen before. Right. And that's not in, you know, that's different. And I think that is purposefully like it's 2018. I mean, the original, the body count is really low and the murders are not pretty straightforward. Yeah. Boom. Jab a knife through a dude. Yeah. Um, Which I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I thought, I thought Michael, one, I don't know. I thought Michael was more interesting without the mask in this and less interesting as Michael Myers. I really did love the moment, though, where... I mean, I know it was kind of, like, dramatic. Oh, when he put the mask... Oh, but I loved the moment where he finds the mask... Yeah, that was and great. And he puts it on and he... Cl- I loved it. I thought that was that beautifully was great. shot. I sort of missed the... Um, like, the my favorite thing about him is the sort of, like, when he kills someone... And then in the original, and he just stops and sort of tilts his head mm-hmm. and looks at his work. He did that only he once. He did that only once. And there's a this is another thing. Maybe it is because he's older or whatever. The idea, the beauty to me of Michael always was he doesn't have to rush. He doesn't have to bang your head a million times. There's nothing you can do. Right. He is death itself, and it is inescapable. And I lost that in mm-hmm. Michael in this. Yeah. Um, and maybe it is because he's old and it's a different thing. But I, I that or may, or maybe it's just a different time. I mean, Halloween yeah. did break a lot of barriers when it came out. Out and and, and you can't lev- just retread it. That you know. level of brutality. <laughs> not that it didn't exist, but we were not so exposed to it right. because we grew up without internet, Michael. Correct. Um, yeah, I mean, and even look at the difference of you have real kids playing kids now. Yeah. The, yeah, like Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis, Curtis and was, PJ Souls are clearly not right. They're, they're yeah. adults. They're like adults. they're in their twenties. Right. These are straight up kids. Like right. the little I shouldn't say little girl, but the the granddaughter looks like a kid. Yeah. The two boys who are interested in her are clearly, clearly kids. Look like children. Yeah, they're yeah. not grown ass men, which they are in the original Halloween. So that's yeah. like a whole different thing. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, so that, I just, yeah, I just, I don't know, there was something about Michael, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah. He just wasn't quite Michael for me. It's, you know, and I feel that that's part, I like looking for little, like, you know, signals in in the movie, and I wonder if part of it was like, um, we're just going to take this in a different direction, right? Yeah, and then I get that as well, and you can't just remake... It's, I, and it's part of why I loved that scene with Jamie Lee Curtis because the the the, the Laurie Strode where she breaks down because just this idea that we the, the the heroes that we make of people never considering 
that they actually have to live in that moment, moment forever, forever. And yeah. that it has changed them intrinsically. Right. And we ignore that as a culture. Yes. And I do think, and I do think they, yeah. And I think that maybe that is their point with Michael as well. Like this thing that you've built him up to be is also like, how could he, he can't be the same thing. It's 40 right. years later. Right. He's waited 40, 40 years, years that's, yeah. for this he's moment. He's been chained for yeah. 40 years for um, this moment. And so of course he's going to come out and do whatever he has to do. Right. Um, so yeah, I, th- I mean, it, it, it's such a weird spot because... But it's not a bad movie. No. I, I thoroughly enjoyed and absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I thought it was beautifully shot. And the way it was shot actually reminded me very much of the original uh, yeah. one. It was really great. And I feel like... Th- I mean, I don't know. And maybe it's because we're fans and mm-hmm. we grew up with the... The original one, yeah. yeah you're I'm wearing, wearing your my Halloween shirt right, shirt right now. now. Yeah. That maybe for us it's kind of like, oh, it's great. I do like it, uh-huh. but you know, whatever. Sure. But for maybe younger people that are that have that didn't grow up with Halloween the way we did, right? To them, it's because we have a few listeners who are like, this is great. Yeah, and I and I do think and look, I I was so I. I think I've probably said this multiple times. I would love to hang out with Rob Zombie. He seems like a guy like who would be awesome to hang out right. with. Um, I was so angry at his remake. I was so angry. Yeah. I hate, no, I hate his remake. That is not how I feel at all about this. About this. Um, I, there were certain things that I was really excited about. And I think Gordon Green, David Gordon Green, did shoot it beautifully. Mm-hmm. Any, I think any issues I have... And I don't know if you can pin this solely on Green and McBride's screen date because he wrote it with Danny McBride. Uh, my issues, I think, were screenplay related. Um, I just thought there were some structural things that didn't. There were scenes that weren't needed. Right. There were scenes that didn't build. There were yeah other scenes that we missed. Right and. Those were my issues. Am I with wrong? It. But there was some stuff with the editing too. Like there were there were a few cuts. Yes. Where I was like, that makes no, no s- sense. Yes. And I'm not even talking continuity of surroundings. I'm talking continuity of idea. Uh huh. Where I was like, huh? Yeah. Like what happened there? Right. And, and to me, it seemed for some reason to be a problem of editing. But and so maybe it is editing, or maybe it's a combination of screenplay and editing yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't there, know, but there were scenes that just brought to the momentum to, to a me, dead halt. To a dead halt. Like, yeah. the conversation between the two cops in the car about Bonnie. The me. fucking Bonnie. And I get it, like, you know, in some of the later Halloweens, um, there are these, like, sort of moments, like, odd, like, wacky cop moments. Um, not in the original but in sort of like four and five. And so part of me was like, are they nodding to four and five? And I was like, but if they are, it's stupid, especially at this point in the film. And it just seemed, it sound, and I have nothing against Danny McBride. I think he's a really funny guy. I liked Eastbound and Down. But it sounded like, fuck, it sounded like Pineapple Express. It sounded like, oh, these are the guys who made the fucking epic stoner movie. Right. And like, why is this happening right now right at as we're approaching the fucking climax of the movie right and we've all Um, been waiting for this yes too long by the way we've been waiting too long for it so yeah do you feel like the length is related to the fact that there had to be so much exposition and so much explaining away of things like and i get it that first scene where the three teenagers are are why am I talking so loud? That first scene with fired up, in kid. Fire Dive. Yeah. So when they're all talking about 
the old movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we have subsequent scenes where there's also a lot of exposition that, happening y- that I, I, I thought, did we need it? Like, no. I appreciate it, but... I, I don't think... I think you're absolutely right. And I think you're right when you say that the way it's handled with the three teenagers is is elegant, man. It is it is lovely. It's so well-crafted. And then we... Then we la- I... Like there were too many homages, yeah. like the like the grave site keeper yes. taking them to Judith Myers. Myers' grave, and then we get the flashback to, um, excuse me, the um, first scene in the original, right? And then we get, you know, we also then have flashbacks to J- Julie Judy Greer's childhood, which I get. I guess you need kind of, but I don't think you do actually. Yeah, and she explains it, and I I will say this: like I love what he did with Smith's Grove, and I, how he created that visual image is incredible. I thought we spent way too much time with the damn Brits. Like I did. I thought we could have moved past that quicker mm-hmm. because we have like they go to meet Michael, they go to meet Lori, they go to the gas station. Like we were with them for a while, right? And it's all exposition. It's all exposition that I don't know if we needed. I don't think so. But when he throws those teeth over oh, the fuck bathroom, yeah. yeah, man, that's crazy. And I almost like there's part of me that almost thinks you could have introduced Lori later. Um, you know what I did miss? I missed like a big appearance for Lori. Yes. I mean, and they kind of attempted it, but when we finally saw her, it wasn't in the way that I want, that yeah. I expected to see. Maybe, and maybe that was the point. Sure. But, you know, like when Michael dons the mask, there... It, that is a moment. It's a moment. Yeah, I mean, that's And a, I feel like, she hey, earned, she yeah. just, she's earned a and, moment. And to me, I, again, I'm like, let's rewrite the movie. Um, <laughs> it's so easy to make a movie based on one of the most iconic films ever made. Uh, but to me, there is a way that you, you get more time with Greer mm-hmm. and the daughter, and you introduce Lori later, and you can cut some of the podcasters. Right. And I, that's... Because it just seems like it. it's like... We're almost going, we're almost going, we're almost going, and then finally we're going. Yeah. And it took a while to get there. Yeah. Yeah, I think that could have been replaced with a, a, a specific reason that Judy Greer does, like, why has it driven her crazy? Yeah, and, and, I, and I think... Or, I don't know. And I don't I, know. No, I think you're right, and, and, and I do, I mean, I know, again, I'm sure it's... Like one of the f- great the things you say you never do when you give notes, like don't try to rewrite someone's thing. And then and it's stupid to do it, but like I do, she to me is the one, that, she has the, the climax of the movie is hers. Right. And do you think that they attempted to give it to her with that one tiny moment? Because she does have that moment where she's down in the basement and she's crying for her mother. She's uh-huh. a grown woman and she's crying for her mother and Michael Myers rips the, uh-huh. the island off the floor uh-huh. and finds her and pretend like she pretends to be like vulnerable uh-huh. right and then she fucking shoots him she fuck yeah and she says uh, i got, got, you, got you or something yeah. like that is that wasn't enough for me no and i th- and to me like it wasn't enough because we hadn't been like it should if it had been her story right. i think that would have been Right. Um, and that to me is the story I actually wanted to see. And I get like, look, it's Jamie Lee Curtis. It's Laurie Strode. But if she had functioned 
more like Loomis. Right. That she's in and out, mm-hmm. you know, because in the first Halloween, I mean, he's, he's, I have, he's Ahab. He is Ahab. Right. And Michael Myers is, is Moby Dick. Right. But we follow Ishmael. Yeah. And Laurie Strode is Ishmael. And in this, we don't have, we're scattered. And I would have loved to have followed Greer and her kid. Yeah. And had her, I don't know. There, no, you're right. There's nobody in the movie that has to rise up to the to the occasion and become the hero. Right. Because Laurie already is, even it, though she's the crazy old lady. But we all know. But we all know that she can do yeah. it. And we know she's, for, for them saying she's crazy, we all know she's not. Right. You know, we know what she went through. Right. Um, and we want her daughter to, you know, right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We didn't we didn't really have that person, not even in the granddaughter. No, and I, it's like it's like they give a little to the. I mean, and we see at the end, we're spoiling everything, so it doesn't matter. I mean, we see at the end, we sort of see the three generations of women, and each of them now is a killer, right? Right. And the granddaughter's holding the knife, and so this thing has sort of been passed down from generation to generation, which I like and is effective. And there's actually a zoom in on the knife. On what do you think that means? I don't know. I mean, part of me is like, are we going to keep going with this? Or part of me is it is it just the idea that this this thing will never go and away? Yeah, it will never Th- go this away. this trauma will be passed. Right. Um. And so in that, I think it's it's lovely and it's a family and it's three women, but it's to me the story got split, and so we don't have a true protagonist. We have three parts of a protagonist, uh, which is I think the thing that didn't quite work for me. Right. You know, there's a beautiful opportunity in the movie, like it, in within the dialogue of it, itself when they talk about uh, it's a cage, the house is a cage, the house is a cage. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, she says, it's not a cage, it's a trap. It's a trap. And I feel like, like that could have been reflected if they had focused more on the daughter. Yeah. You yes. Know, yeah. Her whole life being this metaphorical cage. Right. I, I, exactly. And that, then realizing in the end, oh no, I, I, I'm the trap. Yeah. Or I'm the. I'm the. The. I don't know. What. Yeah. The. I mean that. I mean that. I'm the badass. Yeah. If that. If that's the central theme, right? Right. Or one of the main themes. Yeah. I just and I don't and like you have Judy Greer who is. In, I mean, she's, she's incredibly talented yeah. and like could easily carry that totally. film and you could still have Lori be Lori, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I, I just, I don't know. I just wish they had made a decision. It seems like they didn't make a decision as to who, like you said earlier, what POV is this movie mm-hmm. from? Um, whereas what Carpenter does so well the original, and I know it's. It, look, I get it. You can't just remake the original. That, no, you can't. You can't remake the original. But there is good storytelling. It's so simple. Yeah. It's so simple. I mean that, the, that the, those elements of, don't change. Right. So yeah, and 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 that to me is the beauty of the original movie. Is it's so simple, and you do care. You really do care about Lori. Lori, yeah. Um, and Tommy and Lindsay and and even her idiot fucking friends because her friends aren't terrible. No, they're just they're just idiots. They're just idiots, and they want to get drunk and screw their boyfriends. Like, right. Cool. You know, he, he, teenagers used to want to do that, Michael. Yes. Apparently they, now they, they don't. They don't want to do that anymore. Um, and you shouldn't. You shouldn't. You'll die. Um, yeah. And and look, there were some. 
there were some interesting things like it was to see how high school was portrayed now like you said the class was the same but like the dance was something very you know right. they gender bend their right. costumes their costumes and, with, yeah. which was nice yeah that it's was great. nice to to nod to like these are the times we live in mm-hmm. now it's okay for a boy to want to be a dancer and not go hunting all yeah, the time great. you know um yeah but and and even like when the other boy who like in the past i actually thought this was sort of nice the like friend who's sort of nerdy and clearly loves her and like he makes a move and she's like fuck you right which in the past would have maybe gone different i thought that was great like right. no i just because i'm not with this dude doesn't mean doesn't i'm mean with I you i want to be with you yeah right which i liked yeah i, I liked those i like that too i just i feel like they may have not come at the right moments in the movie oh so only because by the time we got to them I, it was the too train late. was going. Yeah. The train was yeah. going. Yeah, it was too late. Yeah, um, but, but I have to say, man, I didn't hate it. No, and, and I was thoroughly entertained. Some great kills. Great kills. Great scares. Mm-hmm. Um, like even the ones that made me kind of chuckle. I don't. I now I can't remember if I chuckled out of nervousness or sure. chuckled out of like because it was funny. And I think it's more out of nervousness. I thought it was beautiful to watch. Do you think that? We should never order chicken fingers again. I think, uh, yeah, I think. We ordered chicken fingers again. We ordered chicken fingers again. I, you know, I think you might be right. Um, But you know what? Here's the thing is that we hated the nun. Oh, yeah. This is. We fucking hated. Honestly, we nun. have reviewed. This is our third go watch and review. Uh-huh. We had serious issues with Hereditary. The nun is the stupidest fucking movie ever made. This, this was. Like I liked it. Me too. And it had so let me say that like for me it had it was an impossible task. Yeah. I mean, it would be like if you called me tomorrow and you're like, "Dude, they just made The Godfather 4." <laughs> and I'd be like, "Wait, what? what? Like there's no there I don't know that there's anything this movie could have been that would have satisfied everything um for me, but it's it's really well made. It is really um, well made. I wonder if maybe this is you know sometimes when you do a reboot of a franchise, uh-huh. there is that one where you have to jam everything into yeah, it, so, and, and, yeah, and 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 kick it off and and like man, I mean, hearing the score again, and was oh, it isn't God, it was Cody so, Carpenter is his son, right? Yeah, I mean that's so great, it's beautiful, and, and that, the score is beautiful. It's yeah, and I like hearing that again, and uh, it was awesome, and. um yeah, I mean, I, there were certain. There were some really great there were, moments. Yeah, there was like things that if you grew up watching the original over and over again, you would be like, "Oh, you know, I love the part where Jamie uh, Laurie is walking around the house looking for Michael Myers, and she suspects that he's in the closet yeah. with the slats." Of you know? course, yeah. It's, that was lovely. Nice reversal right there. And even when she's riding in the car with the the sheriff or the deputy. Mm-hmm. And it's like that the Loomis nurse conversation yes, at the beginning. At the beginning, yeah, know, some great, some great stuff like that. That maybe if we had had less of that I, and more, it's like, I keep just writing that like if I think it could have just been it just streamlined or mm-hmm. f- a little more focused. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean there. God, and there are some if you're if you're looking for some like violent fucking kills, there are quite a few. Yeah. The one with the boot where he just 
Oh, man. Good Lord. I was like, okay, stop. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> oh, that was one part also that I didn't quite, I didn't like. Yeah, I didn't like I, I don't know. No, I and I yeah. actually, and I saw it coming early. Are you talking about like the twist thing? Yeah. Well, can we just say it? Or? Yeah, just say it. Yeah, the thing with the doctor, like I saw that coming early. I thought they showed their hand way too early on that. And I didn't, I didn't, it just, I just didn't buy it. I didn't when buy did it. When did you see it? Almost like um, when he says, like when they're moving uh-huh. and he says, I'll be by your side, Michael. Oh, okay. Like, and I was like, this dude. Oh, and yeah, then, you're and right. And then when the bus turns, I was like, well, he's doing this. Right. Um, but I didn't, that was like a bridge oh, I, too that, far. I didn't even like, it didn't even dawn on me that he might have been the one to make the Yeah, that the was bus. what I thought. Wow. But I didn't see it until the moment where he like takes out the pen, quite frankly. And I thought. Oh no! Which, right. What direction is, is this, this gonna go? going? Yeah. Is he gonna take off the mask and then this is the guy who? Right, I was like, yeah. And dude. then I could feel that you were going to be mad <laughs> if that happened. I did, I did. I was like, oh, I bet he's like super angry. Yeah, right I was now. getting, and I thought they. So that when when he dies or whatever, I felt like, okay, but why? 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 And why all of a sudden that was? I had some. Pro- I had yeah. Why did we go that route? I did feel like I, I saw it coming, which is fine, whatever. And then Michael's in the car. He's in the car with the girl. So mm-hmm. why does he let her go at right. that point? Or is right. he letting her go to follow her? Maybe. You know, I, I yeah, I just like, I thought that was like a, a weird turn we didn't need to take. Um, much like the Bon Me conversation. Yeah. Yeah, there was also a lot of stuff when when we finally get to like the big you know confrontation and he's in the house and all that kind of stuff was that it seemed to me and maybe I'm just being persnickety but like I just use the word persnickety. Um, I like it. That for someone who has been dealing with his trauma for a long time and who has been preparing her entire life for this trauma. It was not. She was not prepared. I had this. I had the exact same. Thought. And so, what do you think that that was poor storytelling, or do you think it was him saying, "She's not prepared. She thinks she's prepared, but she's not prepared." But I just could not. Uh, if Lori had been preparing no, I, her yeah. entire life. I just don't know why she would have glass windows I, in her that, front door. Exactly. That I had the exact same thought. That really bothered me. And I thought, oh well, maybe they want me to, you know, make the connection of like. She has spent all her money on all this other stuff and maybe... But I was like, no, that's no, not an excuse. No, I mean, she has a remote control island in the kitchen that moves and leads to an underground lair and she left some glass fucking windows in her door. No. Yeah. I, that, that really bo- that bothered, that really me. bothered me. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know, like the the whole dad thing. I don't know about all that. Oh, the dad was weird. Right. Wasn't that like a weird character choice? Absolutely. Right? I mean, I've seen that guy on Canadian TV before. Okay. I don't know where, but uh, I can't remember. But uh, I have seen that guy before, and so he just seemed to me like an odd choice. It seemed like a very odd choice. I mean, I appreciated the humor and like sure. his dad jokes and whatever. No, and he was a, he's a talented yeah, guy. It just great. was like such an odd... It was weird that he was with her. They seemed like from totally like an like, odd couple and very different ages. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, no. He seemed much older. Right. Yeah, he seemed much older. <coughs> um, 
yeah, that was just weird. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm overthinking it. No, maybe so. I mean, maybe it doesn't matter because he does get killed, like, super fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I just felt like a lot of the dialogue and a lot of the stuff that... And maybe it was just meant to be like, he's just a weirdo dad. Right. But it just seemed like a lot of superfluous... We were getting a lot of superfluous information. Yeah, and even the stuff with the boyfriend... Yeah. That never It never pays went anywhere. Off. And are, like, are we supposed to feel bad for her because her boyfriend kind of cheated? Yeah, I don't, I mean, again, it's like... Like, is it, that the thing? I, but I don't think so. It never, it never pays it off. Never pays I mean, off. it sort of splits her off and she goes home, which I get. But like, we spent a lot of time with Cameron, right? Or whatever right. his name is. Like, why did we and spend... what happens to him? N- nothing. Right. He didn't die. Not, oh yeah, my God! Yeah, you're right. Nothing. And he's, the, the he's, little tiger girl that kissed him didn't die either. No. And so like we spend a lot of like we go to the we have them in the hall. We go to dinner with See, them. See now that would have been interesting. What would have been interesting is if he does follow the uh, the granddaughter throughout the whole. Like we get to the story faster. Uh huh. And he starts to follow the granddaughter, which seems to me like it would make sense, sure. right? And then. We we invest more in the I'm gonna say it slutty tiger girl yes. instead of the other friends so that when the slutty tiger girl gets it we're more invested exactly. in that yeah these the, the, yes yes yeah like, see these, look these, at us we should be writing yeah. this movie um I it, it it's little things like that uh, again that look I had a, I enjoyed it I like I said it has an impossible task for me I also have some like weird. Just, like, emotional shit tied up in Halloween because of, you know, like, one of my friends and who mm-hmm. died. Like, it's a lot of weird shit for me. Yeah. So, I get it. But, like, um, yeah, but little things like that that seem like, of course, that would be awesome, yeah. right? If so, they start following that trio, uh, that love triangle. Uh-huh. And we get, when that, and then she gets it and he fucking gets it. And then... That, because then that makes us wonder who's doing it. it we know Michael Myers is doing it, right? But you there's know. also look. Isn't there? This is something else. <laughs> the, to me, the best horror movies, uh, and I and I like part. You know, the original to me is one of the best horror movies ever made. There are moments. There are moments when you side with the monster. Oh yeah. And I we didn't really. No, get that we didn't in get this. that. And yeah. there is a like when like when he fucking kills uh one of the boys and then puts the ghost and there was like yeah, a little reference great. to it in yeah, it. Yeah, like, and it and it, it is the you, the PJ Souls with Bob. Yeah, yeah, you know, fucking Bob. Fucking and, Bob. And, and like you you kind of love it, right? right? And you side with the monster. And like if 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 we had been with following the young girl. The tiger girl. And and yeah, if we're invested in the granddaughter and then the boyfriend gets it and Tiger Girl gets it, we have that moment where we side with the monster, which is a fucked up thing. Right. But it's kind of like what but the then best also, movies but do. But also makes us more invested in the granddaughter. Yes. Because she is affected yes. by this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Right. But we didn't hate it. No, 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 no. Had a good time. Absolutely. And I will, I am sure, watch it again um, when, you know. Sure. And, like, now that, like, when I watch it, I think if I have some sort of, like, emotional distance from it, it'll probably help. But, yeah, again, like, some brilliant kills, some beautiful shots. If you aren't obsessed with the original, 
Um, this is a good. This is a yeah. great, 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 like sort of classic slasher film. You mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah, made by somebody who clearly loves yeah, the original. Yeah, and and that I respect. And and I mean, and I know people who really do love the original who also really love this one. They've already told me. Um, and so yeah, I I definitely are they people that saw the original when we saw the original. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's not, I'm sorry. I'm not denying your experience. Totally, I'm not. No, but it's, it's just a you different can't. perspective. No, you yeah. Can't. You haven't been sitting around for 40 fucking years. Right. You know? Right. I mean, and good Lord, nor have I. I was two when the original came out. But like, yeah, I yeah, saw it exactly. really young. It's been decades. Uh huh. Um, I'm, you know, still, it's, still it's, angry at Rob Zombie. Like, I'm still <laughs> at that point, you know? So, okay. What about the preview for Suspiria? Oh, man. This is like, we're just going to go down this road in another two weeks, right? Yeah, we are. Um, we are November, we are November, about, November 2nd, yeah, right? Yeah, November 2nd. It comes out here. I think it's I think it's actually already out in like LA and New York. And I'm going to go see it. Of course. And I think we should, we're going to do this again, right? Yes, absolutely. I. It looks batshit insane. It looks batshit insane. And here's the thing. How can you, how can you compare? Like, how right. can you even go like... It wasn't as good as the first, right? Because is the first good? I, I mean, don't like know. I don't know. I don't know. But I love it. I love it. That it looking batshit insane actually has me excited. Yes. Because I mean, we've talked about this. I think maybe last week or a couple weeks ago. The first time you see the original Suspiria, it's like, what the fuck did I just watch? Right. You and have I, to. You have to watch it a few times. And I kind of. Get that vibe from this one. From this one, so I'm 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 excited uh, to see what the fuck happens. I, yeah, I am too. There's there's a lot of like a, a, um, like it feels like the original in a lot of ways that are like over the top. Uh-huh. But then, but also a completely different aesthetic. Yeah, which I'm so glad that the director did because there's no there's way. no way. I mean, part of me feels like we're gonna go watch a movie called Suspiria. And it will have witches and ballet dancers, and beyond that, it will have it'll be just a totally different movie. Yeah, I mean, for me, already those things, yeah. you know, it's like boom, a coven at dance school. Great, in somewhere in fucking in. Europe. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, and like I've heard a lot of or like three of the songs that Tom York did, oh, and they sound awesome. Sounds I great. mean, it's and it's different than Goblin, which is, I think, again, the right way to go. Right, you know? and Tilda Swinton is in it, and she plays two roles. She plays two roles, So those dude. two, those, I mean, that, that already also yeah. gets me super excited. Yeah, me too. I fucking love that me woman. Me too. Um, yeah. yeah. So we're going to go do this again in a couple of weeks. We're going to yeah. go watch this I think video. we're also going to try to hit Dracula, right? Bram yes. Stoker's Dracula. Before then. With special guest star Aspen Taylor. Yep. Um, um, but yeah, so go see Halloween. I had a great time. Yeah. Uh, next time we go, when we see Suspiria, I'm definitely going to order the tacos. Me too. Yeah. I think we've learned our lesson. We've learned our lesson. And, um, what else? I don't know. I mean, Halloween is approaching y'all. Halloween so. is approaching. We hope you have a safe, wonderful, happy Halloween. If we don't talk to you and before then. And if you have then. costumes, photos, right. send them, let us know what's up. Shout out to Jim John for our music, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, bye.